HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Hearst Ranch is a proud sponsor of the Heritage Radio Network. Learn more about Hearst Ranch at hearstranch.com. My name is Hannah Forden. I'm the membership coordinator at Heritage Radio Network, but even before I joined the team, I loved listening to HRN during my subway commute. It made the time go quickly and left me feeling inspired for the day ahead. HRN listeners tune in from all over the world, but there are a few traits that we all have in common, no matter where we listen from. A curious palate, the fierceness to make a difference, and a hunger for lifelong learning about the culinary world. As you know, Heritage Radio Network is a listener-supported nonprofit. To deliver the most ambitious, entertaining, and of-the-moment stories in 2018, we need your help. We need to raise $150,000 by December 31st to accomplish these goals and to keep your favorite shows on the air. Together, we can make this HRN's most exciting, impactful, and delicious year yet. Become a member by donating today. Join us at heritageradionetwork.org slash donate, and you'll immediately start enjoying benefits such as VIP invitations to HRN events, where you will mix and mingle with your favorite hosts. Memberships also make a perfect holiday gift for all the foodies in your life. This year, why not give the gift of food radio? You'll hear your generosity in action for the year to come. Help keep our lights on and our mics hot by pledging your support today at heritageradionetwork.org slash donate. Thanks for listening. Welcome to HRN Happy Hour. It's five o'clock somewhere and somewhere is Bushwick. I'm Kat Johnson, and I'm back this week from my trip to Paris. <laughs> yeah, dude. And I'm also here with Executive Director Katie Mosman-Wadler. Welcome back, Kat. I really missed you. Thank you. Uh, we have our intern, Sam Lee. Hi. What up, Sam? <laughs> and shout out to David in the booth for making us all sound nice. Woo, That's David. Me. That's me. Hi, David. Hi. So, Kat, you're back. I'm back. Best thing you ate in Paris? Um, my favorite thing, this is like the most cliche Paris thing, but it was phenomenal, was the steak frites at Cafe Paul Bear. Oh, that's awesome. I don't think that's cliche at all. They were, it was, I was gonna, I went and I was like, uh, this is gonna be like great, but I'm gonna feel like I just did it to say I did it, but the steak was so good. Awesome. Yeah. 
And also the foie gras um, from there was great. And then the sweetbreads from Shayla <coughs> Michon were mm. phenomenal, too. So You just made me hungry again, which is <laughs> impressive because we just had an enormous like buffet <laughs> potluck at 100 Bogart, which was so lovely and festive, yeah. too. Um, okay, well, Kat, our guest today, we have an awesome crew in here. Our studio is jam-packed. We've got the whole team behind Care of Chan. Their business revolves around three simple rules to protect, promote, and progress through their many services tied to communication, brand management, and event production in the various food, restaurant, and home spaces. Can you guys all make some noise and then I'll introduce you? <laughs> Woo! Yay! Yeah. <laughs> okay, so in studio, uh, and feel free to like say hi when I say your name so everybody can hear what your voice sounds like. First and foremost, Sue Chan. Hi, this is Sue. Uh, we have Nikki Spilka. Hello. We've got Lizzie Noonan. Hi. Sophia Yablon. Hi. Sam Appel. Hi. And Jade Doherty. Welcome, ladies. Jade, hi. Hi. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you up. We're so happy to have you here on our very special end of the year final episode of 2017 show. To, like, give a little sneak peek into how things work at HR and Happy Hour, a lot of our shows are planned, like, pretty on the fly, but we, I talked to Sue, and we planned for them to come a long, long time ago, because I knew I wanted to end this season with a bang. So we're excited to talk about all the great things that happened this year. Thanks for having us. <laughs> Kat, should we tell everyone why we know each other? We should. I was definitely going to mention that. So Sue kind of taught me, Sue taught me like pretty much everything I know about food and like New York and working in this industry. So thanks, Sue. That is really nice. I did not know oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, my first like real job out of college, besides ingesting like part time ingesting tape into a computer at zero point zero, was working with Sue of Omofuku. Yeah, we had some fun times. We did. What was your best memory when we were there? Um, oh, there were so many. I th I think James what, Beard Award party bus. No, I feel like those are always that was before me. That was okay. We didn't okay. But I kidding. did. I was gonna say the the first winners or losers party was incredible. Uh, that was a good party. It was it was so like I was like I didn't know parties like this existed. <laughs> I don't think they really do. Actually, we we uh, so no one really cares about the media awards for the James Beard Foundation for whatever reason. Even though I think that they're very important. Um, and we were like, whoa, shit, we should throw an after party to the media awards. And we reached out to the James Beer Foundation being like, what do you think? They're like, we like blew their minds. They were like, whoa, we never <laughs> thought of doing this. Um, but yeah, so that was a really fun party. Cause I think, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and we blew their minds. Yeah. It was, it was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. I have a question too. Now that RAP Lucky Peach, is there going to be a party this year? That is a good question. Probably not. Uh, <laughs> I think the last party happened last It was their year. funeral. It was so their funeral. I don't That's think right. unless there's like a resurrection, then yeah. it's done. Mm. Seance? I feel like it's too soon yeah. to be talking about this. Oh, oh. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, so 2017 Wait, was like... The sound effects are really good. <laughs> he, he, he's a little heavy-handed <laughs> with the sound effects. Uh, but no we love him for it. I don't know what you're talking about. You <laughs> um, cannot be too heavy-handed. Well, so I want to talk, this is our year in, year interview show, so I want to talk a little bit about um, the things that happened at HRN. We had a crazy big year. I know that Kara Chan had a crazy big year. You guys are, you know, a, a young company, as, as are we. Um, so we're going to kind of, I think we're going to take some time to brag on ourselves, which <laughs> I think is important. Um, and then 
as you guys know, we, we've had some of your clients on our show before, so you, you know you guys have been around the block a little bit. We normally do trivia, but this uh, this time go around, I wanted to change it up and do some categories like our best of the year. So this is going to be really fun because no one's wrong. No one can be wrong. It's <laughs> pretty awesome. Yeah, <laughs> our, I mean, our trivia games are so high pressure. People get here in tears just it's, about every week. Yeah. That's so not entirely a lie. Having <laughs> witnessed a few of them, like the pressure really turns up. <laughs> and some people are like so into it, and they're like, "It's fine if I get it wrong." And some people are like, "This is very serious, and I need to make sure I get everything right." I think also if you have partners on the show, it really yeah. reveals the dynamic between the two of them. So we'll see if we can suss out what it is between all of us. Yeah. <laughs> yes. My favorites, I'll just kick off the favorites of the year. My favorite trivia that we did on, a, on HRN Happy Hour was with Kate Brasher's <laughs> Eventable Schoolyard because it was when I started getting really weird with writing questions. And I said, okay, we're going to do trivia questions about all the neighborhoods that Edible Schoolyard Gardens are in and then every question like started out about the neighborhood but then like became about a rapper that was from that neighborhood or something <laughs> and she was like I don't know but she actually did pretty well yeah. I was impressed <laughs> what so, were some of your favorite moments Katie of HR and happy hour this year of happy <coughs> hour yeah okay I was getting all ready with my HR and like big things all year <laughs> um well I really enjoyed seeing Patrick like surprise us at trivia, um, just like surprise complete and utter domination. Patrick Martin's the founder, yeah, of Heritage Radio Network. Uh, really, really came through on trivia, and I was like certain that he cheated, but he didn't. Um, so that was pretty cool to see. I I am Patrick Martin. Yeah, hey, Patrick. that's Patrick. Hey, um, what I really loved was this like romantic music is just like really taking me away. Um, it's holiday cheese music. and pie. Cheese and pie day was pretty oh, was amazing. <laughs> that was recent. Uh, yeah, what, let's go back and forth so I can like think up my next one. What's your? What was your favorite? Well, I liked cheese and pie too because we also had John DeBerry on the show, uh-huh. um, and it was very fun. And he gave some very good advice for planning holiday parties. And I also scrapped trivia on that, that episode <laughs> and and uh, played a game called John DeBerry tweet or Jack Handy quote, uh, and that was really fun. And we ate cheese and pie. Yeah. Okay, but you have to pick another one now. Another happy hour episode? Yeah. Um, Helen Hollyman was great. Woo! Yeah. We worked with her. Yeah. And munchies. She was awesome. Um, She is awesome. Yeah. 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 That was my other one. You missed a great one also last week. It was like a little different from a typical happy hour, Uh, but my guest last week was Sandy Lerner. Uh, She co-founded Cisco Systems. Not the food service, but the one that makes the routers. She basically invented the internet, guys. Um, and then she founded Urban Decay Cosmetics. I thought Al Gore invented the internet. I mean, yeah. No, but today a, man, today a man basically destroyed the internet, so uh, there's that. I don't want to talk about it. Um, okay, but but back to that. Now she's been an organic, uh, sustainable meat farmer for 20 years. It's just like many lives and, and really a lot of awesome achievements and just like historic so it was pretty cool having her in the studio well what were some of your highlights of the whole year for hrn this is this has been our first year kind of behind the reins so Mm -hmm. so to speak what what were some of your highlights well it started off with a bang in january because we had our 10,000th episode on the network 
And that was like pretty crazy. So we did a special for the 10,000th episode. We had all like a lot of figures call in who've been part of the network since the beginning. We had Alice Waters. We had Patrick. We had Brandon from Roberta's, um, Ike Edison, Jimmy Carboni. Like everybody from the early days called in and we just did like a really cool um, kind of recap show. Mm -hmm. And that was awesome. And then... Yeah, like big stuff. We had so many big partnerships this year. Uh, one of my favorite days was when Bob's Red Mill became our flagship sponsor and really supported us in a huge way this year. That was incredible. Uh, also, the Charleston Wine and Food Festival for you, me, and David, it was our first time going down there. That's when we met Sophia. Yep. And we had a blast in the teepees. It was um, so much fun. We got to do oh, some really cool travel together. Day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Our teepees kind of became like the de facto hangout spot for a lot of uh, like chef and media people, which was really cool. You weren't cool unless you were in that teepee. That's so true. Yeah. Um, and we had the coffee from Breville, which was oh, great. Kept, yeah. me, kept me alive all week. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and we so did over incredible. like 60 interviews in a weekend, which was wild. Yeah, I lost my voice for like a week. Yeah. Um, but that was amazing. We got to travel to Charlotte. We got to travel to Atlanta. We um, survived a, a hurricane. We survived. We hunkered down. We cooked delicious things. And um, yeah, we started happy hour this year. This show didn't even exist before. So mm-hmm. that was like a big highlight. We have new staff members. So we grew our team, which is awesome. So um, we added our membership director, Hannah Forden. And we added Liza Ham for special projects. We added Margaret Kelly. And uh, we had an amazing team of interns. We created Modernist Breadcrumbs, which is our first, like, super produced show. Um, That's in collaboration with Modernist Cuisine. They were, like, really cool to be able to partner with. It just goes on and on. What are some of your top faves? Um, I also really enjoyed um, working with our Saxelby Scholar program, um, which this was, I believe, the third or fourth class of, of high school students that we trained how to produce their own radio stories um and we spent 10 weeks with six students and they were they're all from the food and finance high school which is in over in hell's kitchen and they're all incredibly bright and and very ambitious and it's been really cool to watch them throughout the past year because this was back in the spring and right now three of those students are working at um a pop-up cafe called Murphy's Beans and Dreams. It's on the school's campus. It was in the New York Times last week. Um, one of the the one student that I kind of teamed up to mentor the later part of the program, Jaquad, is the executive pastry chef. So I'm very proud of him. Um, he will he will he'll he'll be a care of Chan client soon. Jaquad yeah. is going to be a celebrity chef like he, tomorrow. next year. Yeah. Yeah. great, and he's like so soft spoken but incredibly talented, and he already has a very strong social media presence. So watch out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Any other favorites to call it? This is fun. <laughs> this makes me feel like oh, like we got a lot done, guys. Well, I want to turn the table a little bit. Yeah, and ask you guys, the care of Chan team. What are some of your highlights from 2017? I'm going to let the team take this one because it's been a long year and Brenda's on the. Because there's too many. There's too many. You can't process Lizzie, them all. You get. Yeah. Um, okay. One of my huge highlights <laughs> just occurred this past month. It was the Raw Wine Fair. Yes. Um, we did it in New York last year and it came back again in full force in New York and LA. So we got to do a little Care of LA trip we were roommates 
Um, we got to know each other on a whole nother level. <laughs> the um, best roommates. The best roommates. True. We all know who snores and who snuggles. Um, I snuggle. <laughs> raw wine for those who don't know. Um, it's the leading biodynamic, organic, low intervention, quote unquote, natural wine fair. Um, that began in, in London in 2012, and it's founded by uh, Francis First and only Master of Wine, Isabella Geron. So she's our hero in a lot of ways. So we we time. got to attend in, New- in Brooklyn, and it was incredible. And one of our interns, our Julie Child fellow, um, Jordan Warner, did an interview with Isabel, and it's it's really incredible. So yes, everyone listened to that interview. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> she did a great job. They had almost 3,000 people at the fair over the course of the two days, which is really wow. impressive, wow. I think. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, well, I'll rewind a little bit, too. Okay. We have more things, Kat. Okay, well, we'll, we'll come right back we to it. We have as many, if not more, than you two do. <laughs> yeah. Showdown. It's a competition. Well, We're I, so competitive, I realized too. I was, a little, I was a little out of order. Do you, Sue, do you want to, like, explain how you started Care of Chan? Uh, um, sure. <laughs> uh, so, previously, I was the brand director at Momofuku, um, which meant that I oversaw PR, marketing, uh special projects, partnerships for all the restaurants, for Dave Chang, um, and then for all of our side projects as well, including Lucky Peach when it first started. Um, And I left uh, in 2015. um, And when I left, it's just time to like pass the torch and um, let someone else kind of, you know, take the reins and do their thing with the position and with the brand. Um, and Marguerite Mariskill actually ended up taking over, who made it as 30. Forbes 30 Under 30. Very Woo. proud of her. She actually started off as an intern working for me, so I'm really proud of her. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, so, yeah, so wanted to work with other chefs and restaurants um, to kind of help them grow their brands. Um, so in 2016, officially started Care of Chan. Um, we started first as a communications agency, and Lizzie Noonan was actually... Intern number one. Intern number one. (laughs) (laughs) The OG. She will forever have that title, intern number one. Um, And then, uh, so yeah, so started uh, the agency in 2016. Um, Nikki Spilka joined um, soon after uh, and really helped build out our communications team um, and client list. Uh, And then we started doing events uh, with this really amazing woman named Emily Levins who left us for Sydney, Australia. Um, hi, Emily, if you're listening. <laughs> She's probably sleeping. Is, we she, have is a, she sleeping? No, I think it's like it's 7 a.m. Yeah. Maybe. No, no, no. It's, no, it's, I think it's 9 a.m. Oh, she's she's, she's probably sleeping. Hi, right. Emily. Hi, Emily. You're there. <laughs> you miss us. Um, uh, so, and then we started doing events, and then um, now we are building out a talent management division. Woo! Exciting. Um, but yeah, but yeah. I mean, my passion is helping people grow and helping people um, expand on their creative ideas. I think, you know, there's lots of good ideas and lots of really talented people in food and beverage. However, some of them don't quite know how to get their message out. And um, I love supporting people in their creative endeavors. And that was one of the main reasons why we started Care of Chan um, was to, you know, hopefully tell more people about raw wine and all of the other amazing people that we were represent. Amazing. Yeah. All right. So let's go back. Other highlights of the year for you guys. Sophia, I think you have one. I have more than one. Okay. <laughs> Tell everyone about them. Well, personal highlight, I, I started at Care of Chan. <laughs> <laughs> so, great year. 
Oh, sorry. Um, and then I've been working with, if I were to pick one, one event, I would say it was the release of the Munchies Cookbook. Mm. Um, that's actually like four or five events that I folded into that one. But um, we did a whole book tour. Um, and I got to know the whole Munchies team really well. They released this really fun cookbook that's just full of um, recipes from all the chefs that have been on Chef's Night Out. A lot, well, a selection of the chefs that have been on Chef's Night Out. Um, and it's just a really fun celebration of restaurant culture, which I think we've all chosen to be a part of. So it was a great way to get involved there. And I got to go to L.A. and Austin, so that was not bad. Was Austin chosen because Helen's from there? Or was that just like... I think that was like a perk, but also yes. Because I, I read the the piece she did recently about like mm. her diet for the week, mm-hmm. and it was over Thanksgiving, and I, I loved reading about all the stuff she eats in Austin. I've never been, and I like have dreams of like going there one day and all, eating only Tex-Mex food. <laughs> I went to her favorite queso place while I was there. I was really, really sick, and that's the only thing I ate. Uh, it was really good, but it was like a heart attack. It had this queso with ground beef and guacamole on top and I was by myself too because I don't know anybody in Austin and it was, it was a lot. It was a lot to take in. <laughs> um, Sue, so I know that when we were at Momofuku we did a lot of stuff with them, with MAD. We did. And yeah. you guys are still working with we them? We still work with them, yes. So we produce all of MAD's uh, fundraisers in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so MAD's a really incredible organization that Renee Renzeppi of Noma um, founded. And actually, I'm really excited. One of the things that I'm really excited about 2018 is that Noma is moving locations to a bigger and better space. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, actually, they already opened up reservations. I think they're like book solid um, for the first couple months. But yeah, really excited to go to Copenhagen next year. Um, they took a break with MAD this year, but it'll be back next summer. Um, the, the, the main Yeah, the, the main symposium. Cool. Exactly. exactly. Um, uh, so what, what else? What other highlights? Um, so we work with the, standards, the Standard Hotels Culinary Program, so that includes all the restaurants in New York, Miami, and L.A., which is awesome because it enables us to you know, travel to all of those <laughs> awesome properties. Um, but we opened their first bar this year, Narc Bar, which is at their East Village location. Um, and probably the coolest thing about it is the bar team is all female-led, which we are a fully female company, if you haven't gone on to Amazing. that either. So... Um, yeah, that was that was for sure a highlight earlier this summer, and we actually Jordan Salcito from Ramona, who we had on earlier mm-hmm. this year, she did her launch party there, mm-hmm. and that's kind of something that we always try to do is synergy between all of our clients and kind of figuring out ways that they can connect together, and that venue itself is lends itself amazingly to that. So I mean, let's be real, we choose our clients based on who we <laughs> want to hang out with, yeah, right. whose products yeah, yeah. we actually like and enjoy. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So is that like a criteria? When oh, 100%. Here? I mean, life yeah. is too short to represent people or work with people that you don't like, right? And you're like, how is this client going to work with that client? Like, uh, how is this going to work? I don't think mm-hmm. we like go into it thinking that, but I, I think everyone that we work with is very like-minded and we're a firm believer that rising tides lifts all boats. Mm-hmm. So I think naturally um, there's just a natural, organic um, potential for collaboration across all of our clients. Yeah. Um, so I, I love the the quote on your website about um, you respect tradition, think 
innovatively, act purposefully, and value con- conviviality. That's our favorite word. Conviviality. <laughs> and you know and what? No one really knows what it means, conviviality, well, which I'm really surprised. Though, Jamie Bissonetti, last mm-hmm. night, um, we did a panel at the 92nd Street Y for Munchies. Um, Helen Holloman killed it, <laughs> as did all of our panelists. It was actually, yeah, we should have recorded that. Mm, it's fine. Yeah, um, call us next time. <laughs> it yeah, was yeah, Christina, yeah. Tosi, Frank awesome. Pinello, Jamie Bissonette. And Kino Baca, yeah, they had by great Helen. chemistry yeah. on stage and said lots of really inspiring things, even for me. Like, yeah, Tosi all the way. But um, well, I noticed that the word like, pops yeah, up on your Instagram so, and stuff. Yeah, Jamie used it last night, which I was really excited about. <laughs> um, so yeah, so conviviality for everyone out there listening um, means eating and drinking in good company. That's like the exact definition, and that's a phrase that. Uh, Actually, I learned it from the Four Horsemen team. They were the first who really introduced me to that um, to that phrase. Um, it means essentially eating and drinking in a really amazing environment where it's not just about the food, it's not just about the beverages, it's not just about the staff, but it's about the holistic experience. And I think that all of the people we work with have that same belief, whether or not they know that or articulate it in that way. Um, I think in the last decade, we were very much in this era where the chef ruled everything. And, you know, it didn't matter if the restaurant was comfortable. It didn't matter if service was necessarily good. It was all about the food. It was all about the chef, um, which is why, you know, tasting menus were a really big thing. And I think um, as more and more people start to appreciate food, um, not everyone can really appreciate it at that level. And they're going to care about other things. They're going to care about the design of the space. They're going to care about the vibe. They're going to care about the people who are in the space with them. Um, They're going to care about the service. They're going to care about the beverage. And um, we... I think very much value all of those um, points within the experience of a restaurant. And so we gravitate towards um, clients that also value that where it's not just about one thing, but it's about the holistic experience. So, cause I mean, who doesn't want to be in a space that's super vibey, right? Right. Well, like, my question, candles, fireplace, yeah. good crowd. Like that to me makes th- those touch points will, always give me a better memory than something that's just like a really amazing food where like the chef was whatever, three Michelin star, blah, blah, blah. You're right. When you're working with um, clients like, you know, Narc Bar that just opened or, or or new new venues and spaces, is this the kind of like feedback and guidance you're providing them? Or are you like, like tell me a little bit how you, you're different from another like PR agency. Yeah. Um, I think that we're different mainly because we operate not just within food and we really pride ourselves on having interests outside of food. Like everyone on the team is super eclectic and they have interests outside of food. Actually, Jade, you should tell them your highlight of the year, which was your amazing play that we saw. But um, but everyone has interests outside of uh, the food industry and that's definitely what we look for when we're onboarding um, staff members and also clients um, is you know, you're not just nerding out at food, but you also love art and you're inspired by music and you know about film. That to me makes a much more dynamic and interesting uh, restaurant experience or client. Um, So yeah, so I think what makes us different from other PR agencies is that we understand culture as well um, at large and not just food, but how it plays a role in, uh, in larger conversation about culture. Awesome. I think I'm really fascinated like by that <laughs> intersection. Um, and then like in terms of we like hate honestly even using the term like PR of publicist because it has right. such a negative connotation and we want to be able to like craft these real stories and almost feel like 
we are, like, working in the restaurants themselves instead of, you know, like, working. It's, it's really that, that medium between the two. And because we have an events arm and a talent manager in arms, really being able to represent them as a whole versus, like, this PR person behind that I think is often a lot of. Yeah, and sometimes a client goes from needing one thing to another thing. Right. It's yeah, not totally. always that you need a press release. And, yeah, exactly. And also, you know, the world is a much more dynamic place these days, and people outside of food can be interested in food. And because food is so prevalent right now, there are opportunities not just within food. And um, I think it's really important for chefs and food talent to understand um, the full landscape and not just, you know, another food event. Mm-hmm. Jade, I want to circle back. Will you tell us about your play? <laughs> yes, Jade. I don't want that to slip away. That is a big highlight. We we all went to go yeah. see it. It was great. On Jade's birthday. Yeah, was, um, Happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I'm part of a dance theater company called Cake Face. Uh, I don't suspect they're listening, but if they are, what up, Cake Face? Um, and so we had a piece in residence at Here Theater, which is in Soho for the past three years. And uh, it was called Stairway to Stardom. It was about failed dreams and like shattered aspirations, uh, as well as the 1980s uh, television program that aired out of Staten Island about the same. It was just like a really low budget talent search. Um, but yeah, we had like a two week run and we got reviewed in the Times and Time Out and it was super dope and everyone came. <laughs> Uh, it was really fun. That's awesome. That's awesome. Congrats. Thank you. Um, well, we're going to take a quick break uh, for a moment. And then when we come back, we're going to keep this best of the year rolling and get into some of our, you know, favorite things we, we yeah. ate and thing then we drank and favorite trips we went on. I have a feeling a lot of yours is L.A. I'm like waiting. Favorite trips. LA. I'm waiting for the care of Chan, like LA branch. Ah, <laughs> probably Same. happening. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Definitely San Fran soon. Ooh. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be back in just a moment. Cool. Hearst Ranch is a proud sponsor of the Heritage Radio Network. The Hearst family has been raising cattle on the rich, sustainable native grasslands of California's Central Coast for over 150 years. Piedra Blanca Rancho in San Simeon is the original Hearst Ranch, founded by George Hearst in 1865. George's son was the famous publisher, William Randolph Hearst. In addition to being known for building the iconic Hearst Castle, William was, like his father before him, an avid rancher. In his words, I would rather spend a month at the ranch than any place in the world. Thanks to one of the largest land conservation easements in California history, a joint effort with the California Rangeland Trust, the American Land Conservancy, and the state of California, the working landscape at Hearst Ranch will be preserved forever. Learn more about Hearst Ranch at hearstranch.com. Are we back? Can you hear me now? We're back. Uh, yeah, we're back. You know, it would be nice if our engineer would cue us. That, that was me. That was me on the other side of the glass. I guess you didn't see me. I did, it's like a weird. Glare. I guess you didn't see me through the transparent glass. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's a 
one-way mirror. Um, I'll have to ask uh, one of our hosts about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm not sure you can see through both directions. <laughs> you should start telling guests that it's a one-way mirror. Oh, we, some we, people we do. Some yeah, people so we, all, we got somebody on that tip already, so, yeah. <laughs> All right. Is it quiz time? It's quiz time. Well, first of all, welcome back. We're here with the Care of Chan team. Uh, we have a room full of ladies today, which is awesome. Great way to end the year. Um, so we're going to, uh, we have a few categories here, and we're just going to kind of go around free form, and everybody can can share their favorite things of the year that are related to food. All right. So first up, what was everyone's best bite of the year? Nikki, go. Um, so there's a spot, Hearts and Bedsty. <laughs> Sorry, Nikki's I'm there a regular all at her cheers. Wow, I think so they like, named a cocktail after her. <laughs> I'm gonna mention that one later. <laughs> um, but they have this ricotta that's super baller, and you can like normally my vibe is just sitting at the bar alone, getting three drinks in the ricotta, and you're like, good. So <laughs> three. Damn girl. Three. It's <laughs> a good number. <laughs> Anyway, um, so if you haven't been to Di Maria, the Ooh. Tiger Ball is by far my favorite. Just like getting, A, the space is so beautiful. If you haven't been, like everyone needs to go. I know this crew obviously has all been. But, um, I eat there like four times a week. At least. <laughs> and like run into so many people that also eat there four times a week. Um, the space is stunning. That is the new Baltazar, I feel like. I feel like Baltazar is like kind of like the epicenter of Soho. I feel like Di Maria is the epicenter of uh, Nolita. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And Camille Becerra is so talented, and she's such a badass. So it's just great to like be in her vibe and and know that she's like really nourishing you because she cooks from like this pretty awesome place of love and nutrition and all that really good stuff. So, yeah, nice. Uh, I'd have to say Thanksgiving, the first bite of Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anything really tops that. Like when you get everything on one fork, mm-hmm. the flavors are just perfect. My mom makes amazing stuffing. And her cranberry sauce is really dope. So yeah. it's kind of like the Mimi Chang's uh, Thanksgiving dumpling. Yeah, it's one yes. whole bite Mimi of Chang's Thanksgiving, one. Thanksgiving dumpling. It's so not my mom's dumpling, <laughs> but it is delicious. It's very, very good. Um, my best bite has to go to Enrique Alvera. Oh, you know he gives me a lot of options this year, <laughs> but my heart is still with uh, my meal at Puel. Um, the mole, like it is as good yeah. as people say it is. Um, it's like a thousand day old mole mixed with new mole. And um, my particular day, they were serving it with tortillas pressed with um, hoja de santa, which is a, a Mexican herb. So it's like pretty insane. Sam, I don't remember what mine was. We <laughs> talked about it. Um, <laughs> yeah. We did. Um, we're really poorly prepped this. <laughs> we can get special dumplings. Yeah. Yeah. I saw you going in on the, the Emmy burger. I did go in on the Emmy burger dumpling. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the last day of the month is hard for Jay because it means parting with another Mimi Chang special. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's valid. Uh, yeah, we. I'll say that. Yeah, that one was pretty solid. <laughs> It was from that place in your neighborhood, Jade. Oh my God! Yes, yeah. it was this. <laughs> uh, is this thing called breakfast gnocchi? It was from this like what? I know it's this like really small restaurant called Krupa's Grocery that's like in Prospect Park, but it's breakfast gnocchi and it's just like actual gnocchi and then they put egg and like kale and bacon and it's Stop. it's mm. phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Wow. You're 
<laughs> got it. Yeah. Sam Lee, you got anything? Oh, um, it's hard for me to remember. This year has been a blur, but uh, <laughs> I my surprising best bite would be at in LA at Here's Looking at You. They have this heirloom tomato dish, which sounds very boring, but it involves pork and some sort of cream and just like lots of actual like umami with like the most amazing fresh heirloom tomatoes. And I could have eaten like four bowls of that. I yeah. think. Make me dream of summer. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, two of my best friends got married in Portugal uh, in October and uh, it was my first time in Portugal, but in Lisbon I had uh, the egg tart from, I'm going to butcher the name, mm. um, but Mantigaria. Um, it was literally the best thing I've ever had in my entire life. I probably had too many more than you should because I think there's lots of cholesterol in that. Um, but my friend Miguel, who's like the food foodie of uh, Lisbon, took me there. It was so incredible. Highly recommend it. Okay. Yeah. Katie, oh, do you have one? I do. Do you want to oh, go first? I, okay. <coughs> Mine is not like necessarily the most delicious thing I ate this year. However, it was over Thanksgiving um, the two days after Thanksgiving was the Iron Bowl. Anybody who knows me know that I went to Auburn, and it's a really big deal for Auburn to beat Alabama. <laughs> Wait, I thought you went to Alabama. JK. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, and so uh, in 2013, I took David Chang to yes, the Iron Bowl. I remember that. And it was oh, the, my God. You guys were so all about it. I was like, what is happening? What? It was like, I don't understand. Like, <laughs> football, whatever. And so it was. It ended up being the like most insane game of football ever of all time. And we haven't beat Alabama since. And uh, so the like the week of that, we ate venison heart tartare at this restaurant in Auburn, and it was really incredible. And so I was like, you know what I think we need to beat Alabama this year? We need to eat venison heart tartare. So my brother went out and killed a deer, and, I made, <laughs> and no. I made venison heart okay, tartare. Okay, Kat, you oh win. <laughs> you win. Like with his bare hands? That's <laughs> what it sounds brother. like. No, like even us. Okay. <laughs> but he probably could have. <laughs> um, so yeah, he did it and we like, and it was because you have to have, quote, impeccably fresh. And so it was impeccably fresh yeah. and we ate it. and Fresh as it gets. Fresh as it gets. And Auburn beat Alabama. Mm-hmm. So good Woo. job. That Thank was my best all because of you, you too. For giving yes. your life. My brother I for know. killing the deer. <laughs> Sacrificed that deer yeah. for yeah. It was beard. worth it. <laughs> we beat Alabama. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to use this opportunity to give a plug. Uh, so like one of my big personal things this year was that I got married in August and thank you. Uh, Um, so I got married in Maine and are you from Maine? Oh yeah. I'm from Southern Maine. Um, but I got married. What town is that? Well, I'm from South Berwick, which is basically New Hampshire. Don't tell anybody. (laughs) It's like right on the border, but I got married in real Maine, like nine hours from here. Um, in Searsport, and I really, really wanted to have wedding food that didn't suck, and I'm very happy to say that I had really wonderful wedding food, and I was super lucky because Sarah Jenkins catered my wedding. What? Um, yeah, she has a new place <coughs> called Nine of June in Rockport with her mom, and uh, they do, like, I really want to go up there, because they, they do, like, pasta-making classes upstairs, at, like, Nancy Harmon Jenkins and Sarah Jenkins together. It was, like, so awesome. But she doesn't do catering, but I just, like, begged her, because I tried some actual caterers and everybody was booked like a year out and it was crazy. And so I was so, so lucky because Sarah did the food and it was really good and she made so many wonderful vegetables. But like the best thing and the best bite was she made porchetta and obviously she's like 
really good at porchetta. Um, and it was just amazing. And I was so hungry also, like, by the time I sat down to eat after taking all the photos. And it was just, like, the most wonderful thing to, like, sit outside next to the ocean and eat Sarah Jenkins' porchetta and be married. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm um, Okay, well, we're running out of time. So, unfortunately, we can't get through all of these categories. I think we should do one-word answers, I say, after giving a 100-word answer. Okay. Well, Ooh, I like that. Um, so, let's do... Let's just do... Okay, one-word answers. Let's do best food city this year, in your opinion. Austin. Boston. Oh, rhyming. Controversial. <laughs> New York. Oh, oh, classic. Always. San Sebastian. Oh, pff. okay. Oh. Bougie. Yeah. <laughs> How are you going to follow? I told you the dynamics come out. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Lizzie is bougie. <laughs> oh. I follow that. Chicago. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, I'll say LA, which I just came from. Yeah. Copenhagen. Mm. I would live there. That's my favorite. Also city. bougie. Sue. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> not as bougie as San Sebastian. Oh, San Sebastian is so it's hard to get to. It's aftercare of LA. Yes. Um, I'll stay in New York. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say Paris since I just came from there and had really good food. Bougie. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. I, I got to agree with Sophia, New York. Always. Yeah. I love traveling because I love coming back to New York. Yeah. Um, Can we do oh, I was just going to do favorite like moment in food and if that is okay. a sip then go for it. Okay. So yeah, and if anybody like what was your favorite like moment in food this year? Mm-hmm. Um mine was pretty simple and totally personal like coming back to cooking and cooking for myself and baking for myself mm-hmm. and like and like doing a little bit more of that like home life situation. Yes. Um Sue alluded to this earlier, but I got a cocktail named after me at my favorite bar, and that is, like, literally, like, life highlight, like, not, so, um, it's called the Tiki for Nikki at Dick and Jane's in Fort Greene. Congrats. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) I gotta give a shout out to the home team and say my best moment in food 2017 was Winter in the Garden, Heritage Radio Network's first annual Taste Around Party Awesomeness at BBG. It was so great. I second that. Yeah. Anybody else have favorite moments? Um, well, I think it's obvious for my Thanksgiving comment. I'm a very <laughs> sentimental eater. And for my mom's birthday this year, which was just last week, we went and spent um, the whole day together. And we neither of us had ever been to Balthazar. And it wasn't my, it was not my best meal all year, but it was a very special meal. And so that was probably my best moment in food. We had a long, leisurely little oh. champagne. And it cost, you know, way too much money, but it was very special. Oh. I'll do best sip. Okay. I had never been to Bemelman's Bar at the Carlisle. Oh, my God. Never, the move ever. is the Met, then Flora Bar, and then Bettelman's. Totally. <laughs> like, born and raised here, never been to Bemelman's. I haven't um, Martini with gin Olives and a twist. Yes, I'm glad that you said gin, Lizzie. (laughs) Who has martinis with vodka? (laughs) No, you gotta specify. They let you pick your gin. It comes with a sidecar. It's like four martinis and two vessels. And, you know, they have the the wallpaper. um, And they have, they had someone named like, 
earnest love or something on the, on the keys and it's very romantic yeah. and very New York and, and very special. What a name. Yeah. Romantic. I'll, Nikki, you tried to take me there the other night. I literally try to go there every day. I tried Honestly, last I'll night to give it to you. I'll go with you. Also, the snacks, you get complimentary cheese crackers that are like the best cheese crackers you've ever That's had true. in your life. There's no <laughs> limit. Like, yeah. I, I, we definitely <laughs> bring it up. We're testing the Shit. limit, but it's like the second the last, you know, cheese morsel has been cleared, new new dishes, Magic. new almonds, new, yeah. new cheese crackers. That's great. Service. Very New York. <laughs> last call for best moments of the year. Before we wrap Jade, this thing nothing? up. I can't remember. I, yeah, they're all a blur. <laughs> great year. Um, yeah, great. Mine is not to take it into a dark, not happy hour place. But uh, I think just women on the rise this year. I'm really psyched about that. Um, I actually made a note about it. Uh, so do you guys remember when the Gods of Food cover story yes. came out? That was when I was still at Momofuku. And I was Ding just Chen talking was part about of that. that. Yeah. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. It's It's been since, I feel like that was like the start of it. Mm-hmm. And we actually, um, I run a, I founded a women hospitality group, which Sam Appel um, works on as well, um, in 2012. Um, and then the Gods of Food thing happened in 2013. And yeah, it's been since then. That was like, what, how many years ago? Like uh, um, four, five. I can't do math, four years well, ago of, now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gods of Food was four. And, and then now all of this stuff is happening and this third wave feminism, feminism has been really inspiring. And um, I don't know. I think the tables have turned and hopefully this will just lead to a more equal world. Um, not saying that, you know, we should line up all the men and kill them or anything like that. Or, you know, it's, it's not about that. It's about like, no, thank you. Thank you. No, no, no. Sorry. Um, but it's, it's just about more equality and understanding, um, what kind of suffering has been happening to, um, people who have been marginalized all of these years and decades and all that. So I'm really excited and um, I hope that it inspires actually more female restaurateurs, which I doesn't really exist. I feel like you can count on one hand um, all of the female restaurateurs in America and um, I would love to see more uh, women boss ladies running restaurant groups. And other all kinds of companies. Amen. Yeah, yeah. yeah fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was gonna, we were gonna do a look ahead of 2018 but I think that's it. That yeah. just I think sums it up. That's that's the goal, and that's where we're gonna push it. So, sorry, did I say? Sh- I don't know. You can say whatever you want on this station, Sushan. All right. Well, we've got to wrap things up. Um, thank you so much to Sue, Nikki, Lizzie, Sophia, Sam, and Jade for joining us. Thank you, ladies. We had so much fun. You guys can come back whenever you want. Anytime. <laughs> Next week. Yes. <laughs> for the sour hour. The sour yeah. hour. Um, okay, but I have to just be sappy for a second because this is our last one of the season. Oh. And just to be like, wow, guys, um, what a year. It's been amazing. I'm so proud to be working with everyone here at HRN. I'm so proud to know you ladies. And uh, I just think that we've all had an incredible year and just huge thanks to our hosts of all 35 of our podcasts here at HRN. Yay. Thank you, David, for being the man behind the curtain and uh, and Vitor for also doing many, many of our shows. Uh, and Kat, especially you, it's been an awesome year. Thank you for being by my side every day and like <laughs> just getting all this stuff done and looking forward to an amazing 2018. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. 
All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> thanks, David. <laughs> well, that's our show. That's our show. We'll be back mid-January. January after the 16th. Yeah, whatever that um, day is. We'll be on quote-unquote break. <laughs> too, we'll too be getting to ready. It's a long we'll vacation, back, guys. I yeah. yeah, vacation is exactly yeah. what we will not be doing. We have to finish but, our um, end of the year drive. Yeah, important, important note here, which is that we do have uh, just two weeks to go to wrap up our end of year drive. We've got just under 50,000 still to go to meet our goals, to give us a strong start for 2018. So everybody out there listening, please remember HRN is a nonprofit and we are a member supported nonprofit, which means we would love you forever. If right now you will go to heritageradionetwork.org and click on the beating heart to donate. Thank you. We love you all and peace until the new year. See you in 2018. Bye. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening. HRN Happy Hour is powered by Simplecast. Simplecast is a popular hosting and analytics platform that allows podcasters to easily host and publish to apps like Apple Podcasts. If you have a podcast or are looking to create your very first, check it out. Try it for free and save half off your first three months at simplecast.com forward slash heritage.